0: It's the Locked On podcast network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 28th of May. Venn diagrams on the league's return to play. Oh, there's nothing more exciting than Venn diagrams. Plus it's it's lunch with Lock. We're hanging out together, we're chatting, we're having fun live on all sorts of formats. And excited to have you jump aboard. So we'll take your questions as well. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked On Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. This is Locked On Jazz as we do lunchtime with Locke. Little later show. I hope you enjoyed the. Jerry Sloan interview from 2005 yesterday thanks for those people to comment I hope you chuckled at the voice we'll have a I'll have another one for you tomorrow but I we didn't do a live show last week because I was driving to Southern California and uh, I wanted to I wanted to check in with you so hello to Jason hello to grandpa hello to Athens Greece on Instagram hello to all the people saying hi thanks so much uh, for jumping in today's show is brought to you by Biltbart BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN plus the Memorial Day special. Get a second deal on this. All right, so here's what I mean by a Venn diagram. If you don't know what a Venn diagram is, they're the greatest things ever. I loved Venn diagrams. Venn diagrams is where you have the circle and then inside, so you could have another circle, you know, they intersect and there's things that are in both circles. And that's how where I think the NBA is because one of the circles of the Venn diagram is basketball fairness. And then another circle in the Venn diagram is revenue. And then another circle in the Venn diagram is kind of basketball value. Like what's going to make the basketball. And then the big, big, big circle is safety. And those are the four circles that are driving this. And like safety's the big one that you've got, like you've got to be in the Venn diagram. So if you if Venn diagrams, I'm trying to think of like I I can't actually describe a, a really good Venn diagram. Like, so Utah sports would be a Venn diagram and then NBA circle. So if you have Utah Sports as a circle and NBA circle, the jazz would be in the middle of both those circles. That's the Venn diagram part. Uh, I I think the 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 uh the part that is happening here is that the Ven the circles are not as intersecting as we would like. like ideally we have the safety circle and we have the basketball fairness and we have the revenue circle and there's this really easy answer to all of them. But the truth is like teams need to have games. So it's great. From everyone, like when you take an approach, like let's go back and let's go to Orlando and let's put it in the bubble and or the campus and okay, so that's our that's our safety circle. Like okay, we have determined that the safety circle is going to happen in Orlando and that's how this is going to work. Part two of this is now what's the best basketball and. The problem with what the best, ba- like the best basketball is doesn't match any of the things. The best basketball is to come back with 30 teams. Pro- well, probably actually not because then there's a bunch of bad teams. But like you want fairness. You don't. everyone says, "Well, just start one through 16. Ben Golliver and I get heated on this Unlocked in NBA today. You just start one through 16 and start the playoffs right away. And these guys haven't played for two months. I'm not sure that matches a best basketball, but let's call it basketball fairness. Like, is that really fair to like the Lakers and the Bucks and the Clippers and all these teams that are kind of on the verge that like we're going to determine a champion in because of what happens in the first seven games when you just came back from like craziness? Like that to me is, a, is not a great script. So you actually need like some games. Well, then you go. So that's really where you suddenly need 30 teams back and you need regular season games and you need... Okay, well, that doesn't fit in any of the other circles because Dame Lillard, Carl Anthony Towns, Trey Young, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, I don't know if they're playing. Like, maybe Dame is, but some of those other guys aren't playing. So that's ugly basketball. But that's really what we need. But the 30 teams doesn't fit in the fair... in the safety circle. Right? So, like, as you... And this is... I'm actually getting frustrated with this. Like, stop finding the reasons... Why it's not going to work. Like, we're doing it. We're going to move forward. We're going to try it. It's just going to be really hard. And it might not work. Like, there might be an outbreak. And that's nobody's fault. That just might happen. But it seems as though, like, there's... There's this, like, oh, well, that's not fair. So, we can't do that. They can't... Okay, none of it's perfect. The 20-team playoff, or with the World Cup solves, now let's get into the revenue circle. Teams need, as has been reported multiple times, games to hit their, mo- their minimum numbers of their regional sports networks. That's really important revenue. Like, let's not minimize. This is a business. They're not just coming back for our pleasure. It's a business. They need to make money. That's important money. That widens out the circle, I'm not sure that that actually gets outside of the safety circle. It might not be as safe. That was my big contention on lockdown NBA today with Ben Golliver's Like, is 16, 16 is a risk. Is 20 really a bigger risk? Is 24 really a bigger, like, at what point are we've got to stop with everything? Okay, like, there's a risk. Yes. Is, are we really exponentially, increasing the risk when we go to 20? I don't know, I'm not a scientist, I have no idea. But like, we keep making these comments as though they are a fact that these things are like, oh, that's too big a risk. I don't know, is it? Where does it fit and see? The so then the next part of this is, so like, okay, we go to 20 teams, we play the World Cup model. Wow, I don't know if that matches to basketball fairness. Milwaukee and the Lakers who like have the number one seeds just got dropped into pool play. No differently than the Clippers and the Celtics. If they have this, I think they're in second. No, like than the jazz, frankly, like there's no advantage to anything that went on during the regular season for Milwaukee and LA at that point, none like that does not fit the basketball circle, basketball fairness, Venn diagram circle but it does match into the create revenue circle. And it, with 20 teams, might create some sort of value to the safe in, in creating revenue circle, and then it's probably okay in the safety circle, but it doesn't match in the basketball fairness circle. So are you following me like that's We have these various circles. What's best for basketball? What's best for basketball is that they all play like 10 games, 15 games, we just have a regular playoff. Okay, that does not seem to match the safety circle. That's 30 teams coming back. That seems to maybe not match the safety circle, and it might not be the best for, like, the product. So model two of that is now you get to the World Cup model. Well, that's not very good for basketball fairness. Model three for basketball fairness, you just start in the playoffs. That's really bad for revenue. It's not enough games. That's what's making this so incredible. And I don't know how you do it. Like, the Venn diagram circle that matters is safety. And again, to the point I'm making is, I don't actually know whether or not the safety is pushing further or not or whatever. So um, anyway, that's kind of my big point of where we are. I think it's a fascinating discussion. I'm getting frustrated with the way the discussion is being held because I'm seeing it a little differently than other people um, in the sense that what I'm frustrated about in that regard is that you uh, every everyone's got a negative. It's not a perfect situation. It's not like we generally as a society, I think have to stop going back to our past to try to recreate that as the new normal. That's not going to happen either. That's, that's, we're not there as a society anymore, right? My new normal is I went to an NBA game with 19,911 people and I high-fived you on the way out and we had a blast and we're not doing that. Okay. Like that's not what we're doing. My new normal was I went out for dinner, like, all the time. I'm not doing that. There's, my new normal is I biked with a group of, like, eight guys. I'm not sure I'm doing that. Like, I'm not sure where my levels are. We got to decide. We all have these things. Our old normal was we played 82 games, played 16 game play, sixteen team playoff, we move. We're not doing that. So where in the Venn diagram does it fit? But stop everybody with, well, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad. Like, we got to find something that has enough notches in the safety big circle to make it work. That's, That's my only thought. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried them yet? I just finished the one of them as you're watching the live show. You can see I just finished my, this is the old logo. Uh, What's this one? This was chocolate mousse, I think. See, I just finished it. I'm not even making it up. There it is. Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. They got a double savings for you. Memorial Day special going for you right now as well. Plus the promo code locked on, And you'll end up with $10 off plus the $5 off. Get your own box. Send it out to you. Plus $15 off a box. It's not that expensive. It's a pretty great deal. So go to BuiltBar.com. And use the promo code locked on. Great numbers on it. Here it is. Says it right here. I 110 calories, 15 grams of protein, 7 grams of fiber, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of fat. Pretty great. And the flavors are fabulous. I froze this one and loved it. That today's show brought to you by Built Bar, BuiltBar.com. Promo code locked on. Today's show is also brought to you by the store. I haven't been to the store in a while because I've been up here. I need to go down. I need to go down the valley and go stop the store one i need a mudside cookie i rode 25 miles today i can have a mudside cookie um i've lost 15 pounds if anyone has like seriously since this the whole thing started it's amazing what happens when you're not eating out and eating in press rooms all the time uh but and i'm eating goat bars uh but I gotta go to the store because I need my mudslide cookie. Also, when you head to the store, they've got Aggie ice cream for you right now, which is only otherwise available at Utah State. They've got great uh, kombuchas set up. They've got all the local fields. It's Utah's own. It's the store. I love the store. I love the vibe when I'm there. I love the feeling. I love seeing the moder- the young kids that are the now DJ Bowler Jacks who used to take the older people's groceries out to them. I love all the things that Jeff and Scott do to make the local companies have a chance right now in this tough time of filling up their stocks with local companies and giving them an opportunity. It's the store, 6200 South and 20th East, also down at the Gateway Stop-Up. All right, question time. Want to get you bored. By the way, I got to thank you guys for this mug. I tweeted out that I read every morning access and morning brew, and a bunch of you subscribed to morning brew because I did that, which I didn't really care, and they sent me a really nice little mug. So now the morning brew newsletter. I'm eating, I'm having my... Uh, little thing. All right, Andy, if the NBA is okay with all or most teams coming back safety wise, should they consider the NHL model? I think we're gonna get closer to the NHL model than you think. Depending which Venn diagram circle you're letting drive this. So I think the I know everybody's saying, here's my opinion. Okay, I don't know any facts on this. My opinion is we're already taking a risk, right? No risk is you stay home, you do nothing. The once we put everyone into the campus setting, you're taking a risk. There's a risk quotient that has gone up. I don't seem to understand why 20 is that significant a risk above um, sixteen. And I don't necessarily see why even twenty-four gets to be that big a risk over um, over the cons over uh, twenty. Like I got it right. Like we're doubling the size. We're up fifty percent. So maybe that's the number. Maybe that's. But my guess here is since there is an importance to get enough TV dollars and revenue involved. Going and saying we're going to 20, we're taking the four best records, they're all Western Conference teams, and we're not going to take any more Eastern Conference teams is going to fall apart. My guess is it's either 16 teams or 24 teams. The idea of going to 20 and telling the Eastern Conference that you have crappy records and your four don't get to come and the year's four do, and, and it's going to look as though they're just trying to get Zion, which maybe they are. Um... So I think that that to me is going to be the biggest issue that's driving this is that, is that TV revenue for those extra dollars. And there's a plus. These guys have got to play some games. So I think we're going to end up with a World Cup bubble, four groups of six. The top two teams of each group come out. It's the eight playoff teams plus four in each conference. I think it'd be better if it's just five, but I think that's going to be a hard sell Western Conference versus Eastern Conference. And we're going to be at the same exact number as the NHL. I think the NBA and the NHL are mirroring each other at 24. They're doing four sites. We're doing one. We'll see. By the way, I'm just going to say this now so that if it happens, I'm not making this up. If we get there to Orlando, we the league, and we end up, and there ends up being an outbreak, it's not a failure. It's just an outbreak. It's just the world we live in. And they'll get skewered and there'll be a bunch of simple-minded media. They should have never done it. Exact opposite is true. They tried it. It didn't work. If that's what happens. If, it, if there's a massive outbreak of 45 cases and seven of them on one team and they have to one team has to be disqualified, that is the nightmare scenario. If that happens, it's bad. But I'm not killing the NBA for that. Because frankly, they got to start in December and maybe they learned something from how they did it. And two, it's the reality of the world we live in now. Yeah, we could have stayed home and tried nothing and got nothing. I'm not that guy, so I'm going to I'm going to establish that now, um, to be clear. All right, from Schnitzel, do you like the idea of moving the NBA opening to Christmas permanently? I there's some aspects of it I do like. Um, I think it's a little harder on on uh, players with kids they usually have an off-season home and an in-season home and their in-season home they could match their kid's school schedule now I don't know what they're what they're doing um I think it's an interesting question on on what you do with summer league what guys do with their training guys usually play college settings UCLA games things like that Ohio State games and then when the kids all go back to college they then go to their training sites but that's in September now that's going to be delayed from a business standpoint it's good to be not matching up against the NFL. But, like, I was listening, I love Tim McMahon. Like, I'm listening to Tim McMahon on a podcast today, and Tim McMahon says, Yeah, but then you're, like, if you go past labor, Day, then you're going competing against the NFL and college on Saturday and Sunday. Like, okay, then we are for this period of time because it's coronavirus and nothing is going to be perfect. Um, so, I think, um, you know, I think that that's. I, my, my take on that is I do like the idea of moving it. I'm not sure how it's going to feel, what's going to work. The, the logic behind it's good. The question is whether you have enough audience in June and July and August to carry through your playoffs. From Shad Scott, how do we fare in the playoffs without Bogdanovich? I mean, that's a huge blow, guys. We just lost our third best player who stretches the floor. George Niang's going to get a lot of time. Royce O'Neill's going to get a lot of time. They're not as good as Bogey. Shooting is going to be at a premium because teams are going to struggle to shoot. So if George Niang can shoot, he'll be able to have a big impact on things. Um, but everyone, the minute George comes in the game, people go right at him defensively. I'm actually not—we're at that point with George where I'm not actually sure if he's a good or bad defensive player. I just know that the minute he's out there every single time, uh, that there is—that they're shooting at him every single time. And that makes—and then you— if got if you get if if they go at you every single time, you will look like a bad defender in the NBA no matter what. Um, so I think that's hard. Um, uh, I mean, I we're either opening up in a World Cup pool playing the Thunder one through, or we're playing the Rockets in a one through sixteen seating. Uh, Bogdanovich is vital. He's not great defensively. We covered his defense up by always having him on the floor with Rudy. His shooting, he's the best there, one of the best there is in the game. And he's absolutely gutty, tough, and we play him off the pick and roll a lot. So, um, I mean, we're going to miss him. There's no hiding on that. Uh, from Todd Frederick Wakefield, any chance bogey comes back in the playoffs? No, it's like a four to six month rehab. I think December start, it's going to be a little tight on That's why you had to do it. It's from Schnitzel, thoughts on losing Walt Parent? Well, Walt is one of my all-time favorites. So that's the first part. Uh, personally, uh, I love Walt. Veteran voice in the lo- in the front office. Been around for a long time. Impressive knowledge of the game. Amazing relationship with agents. Super at building workouts. So those are the things that, you know, I think you're going to have to replace. Uh, there's a great depth on our staff. Uh, Bart Taylor, GM of the Salt Lake Stars, is brilliant. Young up-and-comer. Will probably be a GM in the league someday. Andrew Mealy, Marquise Newman... They, there's a, Dennis has built and Justin have built a really, really interesting uh, group of young, maturing front office people. This is going to be their opportunity uh, to jump on. Br- keep bringing the questions. We're live on Twitch at Lockdown Live. Uh, we're also live on YouTube and Facebook at Lockdown Live. We're live on Periscope coming to you. Uh, on Locked On Sports and on Facebook. So please keep bringing me the questions uh, on uh, for today's show. I'm loving it. Uh, Today's show is brought to you by SOS Support. Let's take a local Utah company, KT Tape. KT Tape starts to explode and build and build and build. What do they do? Like, can they just, they need somebody to help them run their IT. They turned to SOS Support. And SOS Support became like, as they refer to it, a whole partner, did everything for them. They don't want to spend a hundred thousand dollars for an in-house IT guy at that point. It's kind of like HR. You're outsourcing it. You've got to have it done. And that's what SOS support who've been in the business for 17 years. Scott and Jason uh, built SOS support. They're your service provider, They are passionate about the business. They're going to take care of your IT so you can do what's great. So KT Tape can market. So KT Tape can sell. So KT Tape can build into the company that we now know as stalwart of Utah business. They're going to build you a network that's secure. No one's going to hack. They're going to back up all your solutions. They're going to take IT from a hassle to something you don't have to worry about so you can execute what you're great at. And with an added need of security these days, it's becoming more and more important. If you financial institutions are requiring companies to have all the security, in your data and have all these steps taken care of, cloud partners that can help you save your sensitive data. You have to have this for the banks. They will take care of it, SOS support. So give Scott a call. Or give Jason a call. Either of them. They're both very nice. 801-563-9700. 801-563-9700. Tell them you heard from Locked on Jazz. No obligation IT assessment. will include a PCI assessment as well. It all started in 2004. They're still rolling today. 801-563-9700. 801-563-9700. Today's show is also brought to you by Intercap Lending. Good old Intercap Lending, doing amazing things in the lending world for uh, everyone. They have built up numerous Locked On Jazz clients. Uh, Nate Duncan actually talked to Steve Carter the other day, trying to see if he could get uh, something taken care of out of in San Francisco. So if you're not in the area, Steve can take care of you. We have got a Locked On Jazz corporate account with him. Steve Carter is our rep. Intercap will help you. Steve will get be amazing. 385-800-8528. 385 28, Intercap Lending, number MLS, NMLS, number 190465. Here's my favorite part about Intercap. When they joined us, they were small, they've grown. Why? Because they get the job done. Agents use them. Why? Because agents get paid when deals get done. And every single person gives me back that they've had a wonderful time. Whether it's Jason Shepard over at KSL, a longtime friend and former intern back when I was doing Jerry Sloan interviews with a squeaky voice in 1995. Or whether it's, Nate Duncan or whether it's myself, InterCap has been amazing. So call Steve Carter 385-885-28. 385-885-28. So if you and your fiance are about to buy a house, give Steve Carter a call, 385-885-28. That was for someone specifically I just saw the joint. All right. Let's jump back to the questions on the live show today, locked on live. Um from john Sloan interview so good amazing. He sat with you. Did you feel he got his due? I I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm not a big guy who worries about Coach of the Year. I thought Ben Goliver said it well on locked on NBA. We start worrying about all these um, aspects of, you know, uh, who had this big year, or made someone better than they thought they like Jerry was just consistent and solid. That's not how he win coach of the year. I thought he got us due. Like, yeah, I do. I think I, I thought he got us due. I think um, I think that's I think he did. From Andy, who is taking Bogey's spot on the playoff roster? I don't know the answer to that. Terrell Brantley had a very good year; has developed nicely. Um, we'll see what the Jazz do with him. Jawan Morgan, uh, is someone the Jazz like. I think they might see him more as a five than a four, but he could possibly step in there. I think you're going to go small a lot. With, I think Royce and George are going to get most of those minutes. Um, so I think it's, uh, I, I think it's a uh, a combination, and I think the guy who gets his roster spot is unlikely have an impact uh can we you uh, can jazz honestly do well without gobert no like why would we do well without gobert we can't do well without our best player no the portland can't do very well without dame lillard minnesota's not very good without carl anthony towns better defensively but not very good no rudy's terrific no um why on earth would you want to work for the knicks if you're walt perrin because he got a better job, higher up, assistant general manager rather than player pro personnel. He knows Leon Rose, and I think the money was really good. And he's getting older, so I think he has that. And you know what? I don't know, and I haven't talked to Walt, but I don't know whether or not um, the I don't know whether or not the um, job might have less travel. Like he's a he's older, he's about sixty plus. Like some of these scouts might not want to be in. And who knows? Like how you're. You're tra- how you're traveling anymore. Derek Orr, do you know who our matchup would be in a 24-game model? So the way, if we had 24 team, I think is what you're saying. If there's 20 or 24 teams, they would do like a World Cup pool and put you into pool play, taking one of the top, uh, a one and two seed, a three and four seed, so we'd be the second seed of that group, a five and six seed, a seven and eight seed, and then the extra teams. And that's how, um, that's how they would do that. So uh, I, I would not know yet. You could start to play with it, do it randomly, try to figure it out. Um, but that's how it works. Uh, a lot of questions about the broadcast from Alex and Austin. You know, if they're reducing the amount of people that are going, I'm assuming that we're not going. But I don't know. I mean, we'd still try to find a way to broadcast. Um, I'm going to try to come up with really creative things. Uh, maybe we do broadcast with you guys where we're having a live chat during the game. Like if I'm broadcasting right now and watching the game and I'm doing it here, I can, why why don't I have a live chat open to talk with you during the game? I don't know. Like if you have any ideas of things, things you think are really cool, throw them out because we'll all talk about it. Uh, from Tyler, why not a tournament for playoff championship as well as a tournament for draft pick positions for teams outside the playoffs? So two separate tournaments. That's interesting. Brings everyone back. It's a lot of games. So that fits inside the Venn diagram of revenue, right? That's the Venn diagram for revenue. We get a bunch of games. We get people to get to see them. We r- fulfill our regional sports network. Like, that's good. Now, does that fit inside the safety bubble, the safety circle? Does that fit into good um, basketball? I don't know. Tyler, I think it's a good it's, a, it's good ideas as there's out there. And you start putting them into the different Venn diagrams. That, to some extent, Tyler, the circle of basketball fairness, if you're only allowing the 16 playoff teams in, that seems fair. If you're revenue bubble, you're in the revenue bubble. So does that match the safety bubble? If we're bringing 30 teams back, that seems, now, here's the problem with it, that you would start right into the tournament without any games, and teams could be pretty ugly at that point. Why not allow all the teams in the playoffs to simply have one game tournament a la college basketball teams ranked by record Great TV, call it August Madness? Because not enough revenue. And it's totally asterisk. It's not doing what we do. I mean, at some point you're trying to find a champion that's somewhat realistic. I saw an article on how the NBA would start up. Who do you think of the NBA as a group stage tournament kind of like the World Cup? So I like it on the Venn diagram of that it gets games. I like it. Like, if the Jazz go and they're not very good without bogey and they go and they just play four games, that's like, and they get blown out and lose in five. Like, seems like that's a lot of effort and a lot of risk for five games. So, to me, the World Cup model where you're playing eight or 10 games before we get into the playoffs, I think has some value. It has some value to the regional sports networks, too, because it's getting enough games out there. So, that has some value to it. So, I think it's better. It's the best model I've heard yet. And I just, I just don't know that I buy and I might be wrong and I and if someone knows better, I just am not sure that I buy that the risk is exponentially more at 20 or 24 than it already is for 16. The risk is doing it in the first place. That's my thought. Uh, what are the plans for next year's as Sean on Instagram? Uh, I think the plan is a late December start and then that could be the future model. Um Alex, is there anything to take from the UFC model? I don't know a lot about the UFC model, honestly. Um I I have not followed that as closely as I have all the other um teams. Um Jay Brown 24 7 on Twitch. I like the World Cup model, gives everyone a chance and gets the required games. In. I, I I think there's a lot of aspect to that. Um Ryan, can we sign someone on the waiver wire? Well, I don't know who that is. Um, And I don't know why somebody would be very good who's on the waiver wire. And I would guess we're past the date of playoff eligibility unless they came from China in which they're released from their contract in China and then you could sign them. But that's probably not that good a player. Um. Are you hearing it from Scott Gentry on Facebook? Are you hearing anything of NBA players of note that are hurt and aren't going to play due to COVID? No, I have not. I've not heard a player having COVID in a long time. Though we've gotten a little bit more secretive about who's had it and who's been infected since we all, since Rudy got was out there. Nobody wants to have um, uh, be talked about in that fashion. So I think that's been a little bit more. uh, I think some teams have hidden some players that have got it, but I have not heard anything. Uh, right now. 22 Ingles on Instagram late December, so we're looking at less games. No, we would just run uh, everything back. So last year we started, I pulled it down. I had the schedule up and pulled it down now. Of course I need it. But so we started October. We would just start December. I think we I think we start December like 15th or 18th. Other people say Christmas. We'll see. Um, And instead of finishing in April, you just finish in June. Instead of having the, in June, you have them in, in August. How do you feel about Dame Lillard's comments? I got to tell you what, I'm maybe the biggest Dame fan out there that doesn't live in Portland. Um, I love what he does for the league, his Special Olympics, who he is. I didn't like him. Um, I understand them. I didn't like them. I'm actually surprised he's getting as big a pass as he's getting on them. Fans want to watch. The league needs money. And I know we don't like to talk about our players this way, but they're employees every now and then. And in this case, if your employer needs you to play because you're under contract and they pay you $30 million a year so that they can bring in the revenue to pay you $30 million a year, I think you have an obligation to play. I get what he was saying, but I don't like it. And I'm a little surprised on what a pass he got. I think it's the reality. I don't think Carl Anthony Towns would play for Minnesota. I don't think Steph would play for the Warriors. I don't think Dame would play. I I, I do think that those are true. But I, I don't know that I like what he s- said. And I'm a little surprised that he got away with it. What do I miss most about broadcasting? Uh, the preparation... I miss being around the team. I miss seeing everyone. I miss the energy of the day, waking up, knowing you have a performance. I miss performing. I miss a lot. Be honest. A little pit goes in my stomach. Um, I miss it. I miss it. Like I don't like off seasons anyway. So this, I haven't enjoyed this a great deal. Uh, I miss it. I miss being able to be a conduit to the fans. I miss the key moments. I miss the pressure of making a call. I miss the pressure of preparing. I miss the fear of being awful. Um, I miss the fear of failure. I miss all of it. All of it. How's that? Um, Do you see some small market teams going up for sale due to revenue loss? Great question by Alex. Yes. I think I see portions of teams being sold. I don't know if I see entire franchises being sold, but I see portions of teams being sold to investors for cash. I think teams are going to need cash. Jeff Jansen, loved your slow interview yesterday. Thank you. That's available still for you on Locked on Jazz. Uh, Jay Brown, 24. If you want to spot in the playoffs who should have won more games during the season, this is just crying. Yeah, I mean... I I guess, but if you're Milwaukee and LA, you're crying because you're getting screwed, right? Um, I don't think I followed that uh, question there from Josh Savage, so I'm going to hide it from because I didn't quite get it. Uh, Are we looking, from Sean, are we looking at a draft, NBA draft in September? Yes, probably. Draft in September, free agency in September, October. We lose. Okay, again, like. Here's a negative. Like you lose that July open market free agency period of time. You'll have to compete with the NFL. Fine. Just do it during the middle of the week when the NFL doesn't have any news and just dominate the week worth of news. All right. Fun to be live with you guys today. Thanks very much for tuning in. Appreciate the, all the questions. Thanks for jumping on. I uh, hope you're doing great. Tomorrow we'll have another show for you with another Jerry Sloan interview. So super appreciate you jumping on and, uh, I will look and see if there's any questions I missed and try to get to them tomorrow. Uh, we'll see if we get some more news as the weekend goes. Thanks very much for tuning in. What do we have for you, Locke and Gulliver on Locked on NBA? So tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on NBA. Have a good one. Bye, Instagram.